This episode of Angular Air is sponsored by Angular Class. If you're looking to learn the latest and greatest in modern web development techniques, or you need Angular 2 training, then sign up today at angularclass.com. Hello, and welcome to Angular Air. My name is Jeff Welkley. I'm your host for today, and we have a special guest <coughs> panelist, Dimitri, who's here today. Hi, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about Angular Meteor, and there's no one better to talk about this subject than the man who created the Angular Meteor library, Yuri Goldstein. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Yuri, I think uh, a lot of people have seen your talks before, um, but for people that may not be familiar with you, you want to give uh, an introduction <coughs> to yourself and a little bit about your background? Uh, yeah, I'm, my name is Uli, and uh, I'm a JavaScript developer. I'm a core developer at Meteor. And before I was a core developer at Meteor, I developed the Angular Meteor library, which connects, uh, helps you use uh, both the Angular frameworks and the Meteor platform together. Um, and also helps you, there, there's another library called Angular 2.0 Meteor that helps you to work with Angular 2.0 and Meteor uh, together. And uh, I'm doing uh, that work plus uh, other work on the Meteor platform. So it may be helpful to just give a quick uh, summary of, you know, what is Meteor and then like how does Angular fit into the picture? It's uh, a good question. Uh, so a Meteor is a, is a JavaScript platform. So everything in Meteor is built on top of JavaScript. And JavaScript today, um, th there's two major like topics in when you talk about Meteor. One is platform, and one is JavaScript. So, the platform first uh, means that this is a. It's not just a framework that that um, focuses specifically on the client side or the server side. It's it's a platform that lets you write uh, web and mobile applications uh, across everything and and takes care of everything you did in the process, which means. A database and server side and and client side and uh, build tools and packaging systems and everything and Cordova integration for example so everything you need to do uh, everything you need to build uh, to build your applications um, now of course all of those all, all of this platform is built out of like many many components a database is one one of them there's many many packages and and components in the server side and also there's a view layer and Meteor has a few, it can can work with few different view layers. One of them is Blaze, which is the first and original view layer, layer that they wrote. But then you can also work with Angular as, as your view layer or React as your view layer. Um, so yeah, you can actually, it means that you'll have, if you work with Angular Meteor, you actually have a complete platform with everything you need and Angular as your uh, view layer, whether you write um, a web app or even a mobile app with Angular and uh, Ionic, for example. So why would you want to use Angular with Meteor? Like, because like you said, you do have the built-in Blaze um, as a templating library within, as default within Meteor? Why would you want to use Angular instead? Mm, so uh, first of all, it's your own preference. Uh, um, Blaze has been there as a, as a first choice, but uh, for me, I always liked Angular better uh, for many, many reasons. Uh, uh, there's a there's a whole debate going on about who, who is better, uh, which uh, front-end framework is better, and it's a debate that I think uh, lasts for many, many years, so we won't solve it here, but um, as an Angular developer, I wanted to use uh, Meteor, and I've built a complete library to do that, uh, because um, Meteor has solved me so many problems. I had an Angular application, and then I wanted to, to have a full-stack application. I wanted to have a server-side. I wanted to have a mobile app from Cordova and I wanted it and when you do that you need a lot of stuff you need first of all you need a good mechanism to sync your client side data with your server side data and to store your server side data in the in the in the database and then sync it across uh, multiple clients and with Meteor you get it very simply and also if you want you can get it real time which means that you can just bind your models to the cloud if it's like it's a, I saw people like saying that sentence and then they can sync instantly across all the clients and also you get a, a really interesting build process because the build process is actually if you don't if you want then it's totally out, like you don't need to care about it because the actual 
the, in Meteor, when you write, when you use a package, the people who wrote the package wrote the build process for you. So let's say that you're working with Angular and you need, um, and you're working today with Gulp or Grunt or Webpack, and then you need something like ng annotate in Angular 1 or something like that, then if you're working with Meteor, you don't need to do any of that. You just need to add the Angular package, and I wrote that for you. So um, you can obviously change that if you need, but um, and you can can control everything. But if you just want to start, you have everything you need, and the only thing you need to write is your business logic, and you can and you can start super super fast. So yeah, I mean it's cool that uh, if you have a personal preference for Angular, being able to use that. But is there any any particular feature that um, like distinguishes it from Blaze in particular? Mostly the same as features go. Um, there's there's many. Um, I think first of all, uh, with Angular, uh, everything is more scoped in my opinion. So it's very easy to create um, components, and it's very easy to use uh, things like dependency injection, which this is something that I personally I liked so much that I also brought it back to the server side, um, and. Um, and those are features that Blaze doesn't give you. But I think the main thing that's, that is uh, the advance, the main advancements are actually in Angular 2.0. And I think Meteor, in Meteor we understood that. We understood that Angular 2.0 and React are both a very advanced view layers and that has many, have many, many advanced features uh, um, Including like a separation from the DOM, uh, to, from your rendering engine to you, to the DOM, and many other features, and uh, and and the, the community behind them are so, is so big that there is no reason to actually continue developing Blaze, uh, where we, you can use uh, Angular 2 or React, and it will give you everything you need. Um, so so right now, Re Blaze will still be supported for I think at least a year. Um, but but you can but you can use Angular and React with the same simplicity as you use uh, Blaze. So there's nothing special in Meteor that is focused on Blaze. You can do everything you can you want to do with Meteor with Blaze. You can do with Angular 2.0 and Angular 1 and React. So yeah. So <clears throat> uh, from what I have seen, Meteor is really easy to use in case of developing. Whatever you do on your code, it's immediately transparently reloads the page, and you like see what happens. You can write the same time back in the UI in the same file. How it fits Angular too with hot reload, with all this stuff, and how it fits like you know all this concept separation. Um, that's a good question. So actually, Angular 2.0 makes it work even much better than Angular 1 Meteor. Like one thing is that with Angular 2.0, it's very easy to bind the data. I don't, because the main reason is I don't need to mess around with scopes. Um, and I don't need to sync them uh, because I have the, Meteor takes care of bringing, it, Meteor has a, a, a concept called the Minimongo, which is basically a client-side cache that is synced across clients. Now with Angular 2.0, I can tell Angular Please render this uh, data type, and I and and with the Angular Meteor package, Angular 2.0 Meteor package, I tell it how these data types behave, and 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 when it changes, and then it's super easy. It's very few lines of code for me as a, as the Angular 2.0 Meteor developer, and the performance is amazing because I can tell Angular exactly when the components they use this uh, Meteor uh, data layer. Um, Needs to be rendered. Um, yeah, so so in terms of the data, it's much uh, simpler. Like many, a lot of the work that I've done on Angular One Meteor, basically I don't need to take care of that anymore with Angular Two Point Meteor. It's much simpler. Um, and 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 the other thing that is great about Angular Two Point is that uh, because um, the renderer is separated from the DOM, uh, it's much easier for me to use uh, to have to add server-side rendering, which is something that I haven't done because I haven't uh, got to this yet. There's an open issue that I've opened and asked if someone wants to help me, I can definitely collaborate on that. But I'm sure I'll get to that like in a in a week or two or three. Yeah, definitely you should join because basically Meteor is a node um, is a node is a node uh, application, right? It's built on node, 
So Angular Universal already uses, um, a, I think has a solution for Express and maybe Happy Now I saw there's a solution. Taking that solution and using in Meteor, it's very easy. The only thing that Meteor adds is that you don't need to add something specific or to write any lines of code. The solution, as I imagine it, and, uh, and I've done already something like that many times, so, so it's not like I'm just imagining it. It's something that will happen. Um, will be, you will just do Meteor add uh, Angular 2, and that's it. You will get server-side rendering out of the box. You will get um, you know, the, the preloaded uh, page much faster. You'll get also SEO. Um, uh, links out of the box, which is something that any media um, application can get from a package. Um, so yeah, it basically means that as a developer, it's something that is maybe, it's something that everyone probably wants, but it's a bit of a hassle to configure it. And with media, it will be just like, without the configuration, you'll just get it. Yeah, so for server-side rendering, <clears throat> I think you're, Angular 1 solution, solution used uh, Phantom to help with that, right? Yeah, exactly. In Angular 1, we actually did something. Uh, there's two, two things about like using Angular on the server. One is to have server-side rendering that, yeah, you, you have uh, Phantom.js, but you can also use a package for a pre-render I.O., which also takes care of that for you, but for as a service. Um, but again, it's very easy to configure, and you just need to add a package. Um, but uh, with Angular 1 uh, Meteor, we also done, it's not me, it's someone from the community who created something called Angular Server, which basically means it was, it's a very cool thing. You can actually use, because Meteor is, uh, I mean, isomorphic became this, uh, I don't know, uh, like this concept, but everyone is, keeps saying that. but. Um, basically, because with Meteor it's very easy to use the same APIs on the server and on the client, then this guy wrote a few polyfills for Angular on this Angular One on the server, and that let um, lets you use actually Angular se uh, services on the server side. So you can actually write like Angular service as you would do on the client, but it's on the server. Or with Meteor you can actually have this service coming uh, like compiling both to the client and on the server, which maybe I'll talk a little, little bit later about latency compensation and why you would want that. But you can actually write your server-side code with Angular like you used to and just call the service from the client like it was on your client, and that's it. And you can, uh, you can start services on the server without thinking about HTTP calls, RPC calls, like nothing like, like that. You just uh, call it as a service, just like you would in in any other like client side service. Um, so so that's something that we did for Angular one and Meteor, um, and now with Angular two point with Meteor it's even easier. Um, I, I, I like th there's something that I've done for myself just for testing. I used like uh, another application that I wrote. I used um, Angular's uh, uh, the dependency injection in Angular two point on the server side without even using Angular. Uh, which is great. I think it's a great concept. And right now you have to to bring to import the Angular 2 library for that. But uh, I think that after the beta release, they will separate it into a separate NPM package. So, so I suppose uh, data protocol you use distributed data protocol is not mandatory, or you can some kind of feed this protocol inside of Angular to some kind of special module, or it's kind of pretty easy fit how to feed Angular to application with DDP protocol. Um, uh, yeah, so um, maybe good to explain DDP as well because I think that's people might be unfamiliar with that if they haven't worked with Meteor before. Yeah. Um, so first of all, in a higher level concept, I think that the problem that Meteor, uh, what is Meteor in my opinion, it's two main things. One uh, is a data layer. Is is an is that I think is. I think today there's nothing like that uh, um, that connects the client and the server in the easiest way um, possible. Uh, so the data layer between the client and the server is something that Meteor gives you that, that is amazing. And the second thing um, is the concept of a platform, which I talked, said before, that gives you everything you need be, without thinking about it. 
which you can dig in and change everything, but out of the box you get everything. So on the data layer, um, there's a Meteor like wrote something it was uh, in 2011. It's called the DDP protocol. It's basically an open source protocol that uh, that sits on top of any other implementation you like. In Meteor, it's 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 uh, it's uh, on top of WebSockets, and it's a it's an open protocol for real time updates. So you could have let's say everyone has REST clients, so you can just send a REST API to someone. And he will easily, without caring about what's, what technology there is on the client side, on the other side, sorry, he could implement the REST API points and connect to your data source. DDP is the same thing, but for real time. So if I would want to connect to a data source and I wouldn't want to care about the other side's technology, um, but I want to connect in real time, I want to get like an, a data list or a data object and to, to understand when it happened, when it changed and where exactly, what exactly changed, this is the protocol. And, and, and for that protocol, you have implementations both for uh, iOS and Android and .NET and Java and JavaScript, so you can actually connect so there's, there's libraries to connect a Meteor server to, or Meteor clients to any other data source. So, uh, but, but what was your question about DDP besides the general idea of it? So the question was kind of pretty simple. So uh, if just simplified stuff, uh, DDP is like um, regular get post requests, any HTTP kind of interaction. Plus, basically, Socket.io. As far as I remember, it even can contain push notification integration for some kind of. So, how easy it will be fitting Angular 2, for example, could be wrapped with uh, reactive extensions and just observe the events from DDP or even some, something simpler. How to uh, interact with Angular 2 application in general? Uh, yeah, so basically, you don't need to do that because I've the Angular 2.0 Meteor library done that for you. Um, and there's many, like, so I, if someone would want to use that implementation out of Angular Meteor, I would love to take it out as a separate package or something. Um, but basically, uh, we, uh, we wrote a, a wrapper on DDP that tells Angular 2 how to handle a Mongo cursor, which means that I'm telling Angular 2.0 First of all, how to render the cursor itself, which means how uh, so the user could just put the Mongo cursor, um, let's say, I don't know, let's call it a parties list. So you can just put the parties list inside an ng4, and Angular 2.0 we know exactly what to do with it. But also Angular 2.0 we know exactly when this those parties are changing and where. So I'm telling Angular 2.0 with uh, I'm actually implementing the defer API, which with the defer API, sorry, I keep uh, mistaking the, how to pronounce that, um, and tells Angular exactly when to render and what. Um, so Angular 2.0 is very powerful in that. You can you have like very interesting APIs to tell Angular exactly what's happening. Um, yeah. Well, just in general, um, Meteor is about reactive programming, right? That's just like a lot of stuff that even on the show we've had a couple One's recently in various aspects talking about reactive programming, RxJS, and that type of thing. And it seems like Meteor kind of fits into that as part of, you know, a way of doing it across your stack. So I'm wondering, how do you see it fitting in with, like, other similar, um, like, just to take one as an example, uh, like Firebase. So, uh, you know, when you're talking about back reactive backends, ones that kind of, like, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have DDP, it doesn't have some of the, the features, it doesn't have like the build system for sure. Um, but how, what, what other stuff would you uh, compare and contrast with something like Firebase, just to take an example? Mm, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe I'll go through Firebase, maybe through a Relay also maybe, and a few other uh, examples, and maybe that will help people understand better what Meteor is and how it fits into that, uh, into those categories. So uh, that's a good question. So um, we we can start with Firebase because that was the first thing that I've done. That's what what made me actually use Meteor and write Angular Meteor, because Firebase gives you basically 
that uh, opportunity to get your uh, data from the client side and sync it in real time with the rest of your clients. Um, the thing is that a Firebase is a service. So, so you call a service and you don't really have a server side. So I'm, and I needed to build like a, a I don't know, very complex, but a, a, a real app, a real a consumer facing app. And I needed to do more than just sync those, um, those, uh, um, those data layers. And, and Meteor basically has done what, what uh, Firebase is doing. It gives you the ability to um, to sync your client-side cache, like Firebase, with all of your clients, but it's open source. So, and it's based on Node. So you, you can actually write a full server. You can, if you don't want to have real-time updates or reactive updates, you don't need to. You can have REST calls with Meteor. Um, you can have just RPC that's called regular methods. Um, you can, you have access to your database, like. Um, but, but I think that the idea of the real time is very similar to Firebase, and I actually learned a lot from from Firebase while while building Angular Meteor. Like uh, the Firebase guys did like really amazing job in doing uh, real time updates between clients, and very scalable uh, like very scalable solutions. It's very very impressive. Um, so this is Firebase now. Um, people are asking sometimes how Meteor, uh, what's the difference between Meteor and Redux? So, um, uh, and, and this is just something or observables. Um, so th that's the thing. I mean, Redux and observable, like those are two completely different things. But first of all, observables are are just like a protocol of of that you can use. So actually. Um, you, I can, you can implement Angular 2.0 Meteor as an observable. I can expose a Meteor's data as an observable to Angular 2.0, just like, uh, let's say, the Firebase 2.0 is doing. Um, so I have, Meteor will take care of everything to get into the client, and then from the client to the rendering, uh, to, to Angular, I can just expose an observable and tell Angular exactly what's happening. Um, I just chose to, to, to use the current implementation because I think, it first of all, it abstracts the observable from the client. The client doesn't need to use any async pipe or things like that. And also, it gives Angular more, uh, more information than the observable, actually, about what's, what's changing. Um, but yeah, but maybe, but it's just like my own uh, implementation choice. And maybe I can do both, and then people could use whatever they want. But when people are talking about that, and also about Redux, they're talking about just the client-side data money, uh, handling. But Meteor is taking care of your client-side and server-side uh, data handling. So right now, Meteor is doing that with uh, MiniMongo and DDP and, and Live Query, which those are the, the mechanisms and the open source packages that Meteor use to, to make your client-side cache just basically sync. You don't need to care about it. You just need to subscribe to a data source, and you don't need to care about anything else. You know, it will be synced just like Firebase. Um, but now we're actually, Meteor is working on, on the next type of data layer, which, which if I, if I would, uh, which actually be implemented on top of the GraphQL, um, uh, and it's a big thing, like Meteor is gonna, we're going to build it uh, on top of GraphQL and Relay, and it's going to be open source, and you can use it uh, with ever like with whatever um, uh, whatever whatever uh, app you're using. You don't need to use Meteor at all. You can have uh, any other Node backend or any other client, whether it's React or Angular, or you use HappyJS or whatever. But the hard thing of syncing client side and server side data. Meteor will take care for you. So that's a new thing, actually. Just some clear on what you're saying there. You're saying the Meteor core is moving towards being built on top of Re Relay, or is that just a side project that somebody else is doing? Uh, no, it's something that actually uh, the Meteor core developers are working on. And it's an open source. You can actually already like look at them. There's a very interesting blog post on, uh, on the Meteor blog. 
um, talking about, it's, we're calling it reactive GraphQL, which basically we're taking GraphQL and first of all, wrapping it in a, I mean, GraphQL is amazing and Relay, Relay is amazing. And I can talk more about why, but but it's not as but it's not easy. Like if you actually try to write a, a GraphQL and Relay clients and servers, then there's a lot of boilerplate code and there's a lot of things to do there. You get amazing things that actually Meteor already gives you, but but um, now Meteor will take those technologies and make it as easy as Meteor is right now, as the regular stack of Meteor is. So you can use it. The, the benefits of graph, there's many benefits of GraphQL. One of them is you can use it on top of any data source. So you can use that reactive data syncing layer on top of Mongo, on top of your SQL database, or on top of just REST, REST clients. So, um, yeah, and you can just drop it in in any of your applications. So this is really interesting. Really, interesting. I, I actually didn't know about that at all. Um, but it brings up one bigger question that I had, you know, for later that I'll kind of bring up now, which mm -hmm. is, I, and I really want to hear your opinions on this. I mean, I think Meteor is an amazing library. Like, I, I really uh, admire kind of their kind of audacious goals, like from right from the beginning. And it's interesting to me hearing some of the stuff you're saying and what I was kind of um, been keeping up on that it seems like uh, Meteor is going through a little bit of an identity crisis from the sense mm -hmm. that. It used to be all about this all-in-one package, right? Like everything pre-built, everything part of you know built here, right? Uh, you know, from Blaze to you know everything else. And it seems like you know over the years, and, and I think this is the right move that they made. But it's just kind of interesting that they've started to um, pull in these other parts. So you mentioned Blaze going to Angular and React. Uh, you know, now the, the data layer they're going to build stuff on top of Relay. Uh, you know, there's probably other pieces as well. So I guess the two questions I've had on that is like, just in general, what, and you maybe mentioned this a little bit before, but what what is sort of the future of like Meteor as an identity, and and is it just essentially like the packaging of everything, just like the the almost like an advanced CLI that like it, it sort of just manages the, your stack for you, but it's all still the little pieces. Um, in, as opposed to the Meteor-specific pieces like it used to be? Yeah, what are your kind of thoughts on, on this? Yeah, this is a great question, and I think, uh, yeah, I even wish we would start with that question. So um, for many years, uh, people, uh, well, the basic concept of Meteor is making uh, applications, mobile and web applications, as simple as possible as they should have been. So... And that brings on a lot of things, because there's many things today when you want to write a mobile or a web application, there's a lot of things to do. And in my personal opinion, that's why I like so much about Meteor, and I think that's also one of the, this is a concept that I also liked about Angular. This is one of the things that I think in philosophies, both Angular and Meteor are really sim similar, where you need to simplify the, the web application and mobile application process, the development process. Now, uh, if you want to write today a, a, a platform that takes care of all of those, you have to, read, to write it in JavaScript. So, because JavaScript is running everywhere. All the rest of the languages, then maybe Java was supposed to be that, but it's not. But right now, JavaScript is the language that runs everywhere. Now, Meteor started in 2011. JavaScript was... Very, no, if you said something to build Meteor on top of something like Meteor on JavaScript back then, uh, people would think that you're crazy. Um, and maybe they still are. But um, uh, wh what happened during those five years or four years is that uh, the JavaScript community advanced so much. And so Meteor was basically like took, had to build a lot of stuff by its own in order to have this complete um, platform for you already in 2011 and 2012 and 2013, um, which is an amazing accomplishment. But in those, those years, the JavaScript community advanced a lot. So now, instead of building everything in Meteor, you can use amazing things that are happening in, in the community. 
So one thing is uh, using NPM, for instance. So, and, and that's something that's happening right now. Now, right now, NPM is become became become much much better than it used to be. Right? You can use NPM today on the client and on the server. Um, and there's NPM three already, and with many additional features. So, with Media 1.3, which is I think will be out in let's say I don't want to say dates, but let's say something like um, like two weeks or so, um, then you can use uh, just regular NPM packages. Um, uh, any 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 npm packages that you want to use you can just bring in up, bring them on for npm and use them so this is something that uh, that you couldn't do before but now npm has uh, has become became the standard before that there was bower and all kinds of other stuff now you can just rely on npm but still also on that front um, there's still many things that meteor does have with a meteor atmosphere and its packaging system and its build pro and the build process system that that you still don't don't get with other with with npm for example so you have something like version solver which takes care of that that you'll have just one one uh, you'll have just one version of a specific library on the client in an efficient way so right now the goal of meteor is actually what we're doing uh, we're walking, there was a very interesting meeting with uh, Brad from Angular and Matt from Meteor. Uh, and the Angular team is working on a CLI and a build process with the Ember team. And Meteor is going to join that team. And we're going to just collaborate on building the next build tool that is going to be good for everyone. And the only like players on the game that can bring those you know, the knowledge that Meteor has on the server side is Meteor. So I think it's going to be a huge thing, actually, that uh, Angular and Ember and Meteor is working together on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a CLI. And this is something that wouldn't have happened like in like three years ago, right? So Meteor is, try is now can is starting to bring more stuff from the community in and more stuff from Meteor out. We're also in a process of now that we can bring stuff from NPM in, we're in a process of releasing a lot of our core functionalities out to NPM. Uh, we're taking more and more packages from Meteor Core and exposing it to NPM so you could use it in your uh, existing applications because those are good ideas and we want to spread them around. And, and, the, and the other thing that Meteor, I think one of the core things that you need when you write a full stack application is that it's the data data layer, but and again the full stack data layer, not just like Redux or something where you can you 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 handle the which Redux is amazing, but it 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 solves a very particular problem on the client side. I'm talking about the full stack data layer that syncs both uh, that will sync your clients and the server, and again Meteor in that sense now. Uh, is opening first of all our current like core functionalities to npm but also improving our libraries and everything that we learned and exposing it from the start through npm to any of the clients so the new data layer that i told you will be is written on graphql and relay um, is already out i mean it's just a start we just started but from the start we started it open source and on the npm uh, so you could use it inside Meteor or outside Meteor. So if it's something that's interesting to anyone, like it's open source and you can try it right now and help in the design process and uh, yeah. That's really interesting, really interesting. I think <clears throat> it's smart of Meteor to kind of go down this route for sure. Uh, and I think it solves like a really important problem that's getting even bigger right now, which is you know, all the stuff that people have been talking about recently for JavaScript fatigue. That you know, there are all these different tools coming in. The build process for like Angular 2 is crazy, and and you know, not just Angular 2. I mean, it's not just Angular related. Yeah. All of the new technologies, and to have Meteor focus most of its efforts on that, uh, I mean, would be unbelievable. I think that would benefit everybody. Uh, so I I know that I'm definitely gonna 
look back into a lot of the New Year stuff uh, that I kind of put to the wayside just based off of this. Um, we are getting near the uh, uh, end of our, our time, but I do have a couple more questions. Dimitri has a couple more, and um, I do want to answer any questions from people listening live. So if you do have uh, are listening live, make sure you tweet with the hashtag NGAIR, N-G-A-I-R, and we'll get to them at the uh, end of the show. Uh, Dimitri, you had a couple questions. Yep, kind of. Uh, it's not really. Um, this, the most interesting right now, uh, how easily data layer could be replaced, or could you have several data layers from, from Meteor? Another question is, um, as for now, for Meteor, uh, really sounds like your client and backend stuff uh, actually like it's together, it's coupled. So how about to you know like support huge applications, any kind of API documentation, whatever? So I suppose there should be some kind of data access layer, but or something like that. So how how about it? How to support these huge applications with Meteor? Uh, two great questions. So the um, the second, but, but just the first one was on, uh, you got me excited on the second one because I liked answering this, this one. So the first one, the second one was about uh, the duplication and, and the first one was about what, again? Uh, the first one about how easy to, you know, like replace this data layer. How easy ah, okay, I could okay. use yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. GraphQL, for example, but something else. Like, like REST, for example. Like in, in, in GeoRix, for example, yeah, for Angular 2 developer, it will be like something native and pleasure to use, thanks mm -hmm, to Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, that's two, two great questions. So first of all, about the data, data layer, and like let's say adding a uh, new, the most common uh, question is how do I add REST endpoints to my Meteor app? So Meteor is still a Node app, uh, and so there, you still have... Uh, uh, and you just have wrappers. Uh, the packages are still separate packages. The separation is still there. The fact it's, that it's not NPM doesn't mean it's not separated. It's exactly separated like any other thing. It's just like you would have a package JSON with a lot of NPM packages. So that's something that people like tends to forget sometimes because they get out of the box everything, but it's just like you can you have a packages file and you can replace everything. I actually created, a week ago, I created a REST, um, a REST server just with Meteor, and I removed almost all of the Meteor packages, and it was just a very thin layer of Meteor with the build process, uh, and I used uh, Swagger, uh, which is, I don't know if you know, it's like a, something that generates uh, API, and, uh, API endpoints from YAML. It's an amazing framework. So I just created a REST, uh, a REST server super easily, and and, and I've built it with TypeScript. So uh, you can use any, you know, and because there is now a TypeScript uh, package that you can use with a TypeScript build process. So everything is possible. You can write whatever you want. And actually, I think this is an amazing experience, like uh, just trying out a comp a, just a REST server, you know, that maybe uh, the first like pick would be to use Express or, or HappyJS or something like that. But Using a Meteor with Swagger and TypeScript was an amazing experience. Um, so that's for like changing the data layers and everything like that. And I guess it answers also a bit of your um, the second question. The se mostly the question of, the second question about decoupling the client side from the server side. Um, again, it's just uh, the only thing that connects them is the build process. So the the packages are still separate separated. So Actually, in the Angular Meteor website, angular-meteor.com, and also I think uh, in, in blog post in Meteor, uh, the Meteor forum, I wrote a blog post about how to write a, an Angular Ionic application, like a WhatsApp clone. You can probably search in Google, like WhatsApp clone in Ionic in Meteor or something like that. And there's two versions. One is using Meteor as the complete platform, and the other is just writing and using the Ionic CLI, writing a completely separated a static client side in Ionic, and then connecting it to a Meteor server. That's it. 
So you can write your client-side code in a separate uh, in a separate app, totally static, and connect to Meteor, and those are completely separated. The build process just helps you, but you don't have to use it. And yeah, it's just, again, it's just a build process. So think about it like uh, Gulp or, or Webpack or both of them combined. Like it's not something that uh, bounds you. It's just something that helps you. Gotcha. That's cool. Uh, it's great to hear about a lot of different developments. One, one last question on, on my side. Um, are you for, this is just a minor thing, but I'm curious and Dimitri brought it up in the chat that uh, TypeScript, what, what are your feelings on that? Is it uh, something that something you use and like, and what about the other people in your community? Uh, yeah. Um, so first of all, uh, yeah, TypeScript is amazing. <laughs> I think I think TypeScript is amazing. First, uh, first of all, in the Meteor, generally in Meteor, uh, we believe in uh, everything is in JavaScript. So we believe in um, advancing, taking the the less the latest um, standard from the from the from the JavaScript standard. So Meteor out of the box comes with an ECMAScript package and a build process. So Meteor out of the box works with ES6. ES, ES 2015, actually. Um, so everything you have in ES 2015, and we have also Ben Newman, which he is a member of TC39. So we have everything in the standard works working out of the box in JavaScript. So, and we really believe in JavaScript in, 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 in ES 2015. I personally, I personally use it, and I love it, and I love it. So uh, I started using it because of Angular 2.0. But uh, but I think it's amazing. I think it's great. Uh, we have a great package for TypeScript now, uh, which you can use both on the client and on the server. I'm using it on the server all the time. And I told you I also even combined it with Angular 2.0 dependency injection on the server. Um, but yeah, I think TypeScript is really amazing. And I'm actually, when I'm thinking about the new data layer and GraphQL and combining types with with GraphQL, I think would be amazing. Whether you're using Flow or TypeScript, I think would be amazing. I'm loving every second of using TypeScript. So, so I suppose last, last, last question. question. And uh, it's more about the bundling stuff. So if you speak about production-ready application, everybody should ask, like, how I could, could minify this stuff, how I can, like, bundle it. And this bit relates to, for example, system.js usage, or you have some kind of specific ECMAScript 6 support bundling. Oh, oh, this is this is a great <laughs> this is a great question, and I can't believe I haven't mentioned it. So, Media 1.3 comes uh, with a built-in support for uh, ES6 modules, uh, ES2015 modules inside the build system, which means that you can actually use uh, um, ES6 modules everywhere in the system, and Media will take care of that for you. You can use it on the client and on the server. Um, and and the Meteor build process uh, actually like implements that for you, and it lazy low it lazy evaluate everything you need, and this is a huge thing for I think for Meteor and for the JavaScript community as a whole. Um, one of them I think the best talk on ES ES 2015 modules is Ben Newman's talk on import export, and it's a must see talk. Uh, and he is the one who implemented the, the ES6 uh, uh, module support in Meteor. And I'm working, I'm already working with Meteor 1.3. And yeah, it's amazing. And I'm using it with TypeScript. And yeah, and, and I agree. Like if you have a large, like large application, you should use uh, uh, ES6 uh, modules and to use import that's, uh, imports and exports in your code. And th there's the Meteor guide which I haven't talked about it. I'll just mention it in a, like really quickly. There's the Meteor guide, which is, I think it's guide.meteor.com. And it's a guide that shows you the best practices of how to write a full stack app. And I think Meteor is the only, like a, is in a position, one of the, maybe the only ones that are in a position to write a guide like that, that will give you the best practices of how to use for your whole app, not just your client side or your, or your server side or your database everything and and the the guide for media 1.3 is amazing like it's using ds6 modules and yeah and with testing and it's amazing yeah one quick question follow up question on that is mm -hmm. the, your build system using webpack or jspm underneath the scenes or it, it actually had they they 
built their own module bundler in Meteor Core. So in Meteor 1.3, it's actually very interesting. There's a, I think, I, I don't know if Ben mentioned it in his talk or, or not, but Meteor has a, before 1.3, Meteor had a very interesting way of um, bundling your code. Um, and in Media 1.3, wanted to stay backward compatible with that. So we, there's it's it's a it's a Ben Newman's implementation um, in the build zone. It uses Common JS um, because we wanted to support require and we wanted people to like we wanted people to be able to use the same code as they used to use a node, and not just bringing like System JS or something that's that like is more. Well, like in few things of and, and the implementation that it does, it's and and also Webpack in, in the implementation that they are doing, they're taking like many considerations that are uh, limiting for uh, for like regular Node uh, developers for their existing apps. So there's actually like maybe like there's the talk of Ben Newman, but also there's a blog post of why in Media 1.3. Uh, we didn't use Webpack and use the current uh, process. It's a very interesting, um, it's a very interesting blog post. But uh, going on forward from now, the, there is a very high chance uh, that the new build process that will be uh, will be a Meteor and Angular and Amber like combined forces. Maybe React will be there, but I'm not sure. Will maybe like one of the will be based on Webpack. I mean, I've looked at Webpack 2.0. Uh, it's very interesting. There's still a lot of stuff that Meteor is doing um, that Webpack doesn't do, but Webpack is still amazing. So probably, I hope there will be like a great collaboration there and we'll get something that is for the whole community. So is it fair to say that if I'm doing full stack JavaScript development, you know, almost regardless of some of the pieces that I'm currently using or whatever else, that the sort of goal and direction that we've been talking about today, you know, with, with Meteor, is that you should essentially look into using Meteor with what you're doing because it sounds like, at the very least, if nothing else, you, you know, obviously there's all the stuff with DDP and performance improvements there and other reactivity stuff that's going on, but if nothing else, it sounds like it can smooth over uh, just the, the build process and the developer workflow. Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. Uh, I, I think that as I see it, then a Meteor like gave you the whole experience, and now, but but it, it's not enough. Like Meteor has to keep being updated with the rest of the community. Has to be one step f uh, forward. And but it's oh, because it gives you the complete platform. It will take you with it, right? So now you're using Meteor 1.2. And we want to encourage you to use imports and exports because that's the best practice and you should use that. But when you upgrade to Media 1.3, we're not forcing you to do that. So it's not like we're saying, this is a completely new framework, you're in a new world right now and you have to upgrade your code. No, you can upgrade to Media 1.3 and then slowly update to the new standards. And later on, we will probably move to Webpack maybe or using stuff with Angular and, 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 and Ember and maybe new data layer, but it's it, it's like um, you, you mentioned the JavaScript fatigue. So with Meteor, you you know that you're being, being taken care of uh, and it's a company that exists for a long time and will, will exist for a long time. And uh, so you know you're being taken care of and you know that you will also be updated to the new to the new stuff, but you don't need to get worried about it. Like Meteor as a platform will lead you into it in an easy way and in a cheap way that won't make you like rewrite your whole code every time there's a new thing. Awesome, Yuri, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, let's get to picks. Uh, actually, a couple quick announcements right before we uh, get to our picks. Uh, we have a couple, a few. Um, Great shows coming up. The next three weeks are going to be focused on mobile development with Angular. Uh, first, March 1st on NativeScript, March 8th next week on Ionic 2, and then March 15th using React Native with Angular 2. So uh, if you are doing any sort of mobile development, you definitely want to tune in to 
all three of those shows. And then uh, I just want to mention, I, I mentioned last week, but I just want to mention again that uh, we're in the process of getting together uh, two new sponsors uh, who have kind of stepped up, uh, Auth0, um, who we're excited to uh, join in, who does uh, create a set of security as a service tools, and ThoughtRam, uh, who does consulting for Angular 2 projects and training. Uh, so we'll have a lot more on them in the coming weeks. And that's it for announcements. So let's get to picks. Dimitri, why don't you start off? So my picks for the last week, maybe here, I'm not sure. So my favorite pick for now will be uh, Neo4G, actually, for its graph-oriented and cyber stuff. And more of that, it has completely interested idea to move from their specific language of Cypher to open graph language, because currently in graph databases, the world, it's pretty hard to just jump into the stuff. So I will not. It's kind of really interesting. So it'll be the only one for now, really. Okay, great. Um, for my pick to this week, I just have one pick, and that is Angular Connect. Uh, they are uh, soliciting for call for papers if you want to be a speaker and selling tickets. Angular Connect, I, I went and spoke at the conference last year, and it was one of my favorite conferences of all time. Uh, just really well run. Uh, you're in London, uh, and a lot of great things to do there, and I just really enjoyed it. So if you, especially if you're in Europe, but even if you are on the, you know, the East Coast and want to uh, fly out there, I would highly recommend uh, you going to angularconnect.com. All right, Yuri, what about your picks? Uh, okay, so I'll make uh, one, uh, like a professional one. So I've talked a little bit about that, but I think everyone should check out, it's called the Apollo stack. It's the new data stack for Meteor that's based on GraphQL and Relay. I think the best place to go to see it, it's the, just go to the Meteor blog. There's a blog called Reactive GraphQL. And that's it, like just, you can use it in any application. So any, whatever you want, whether you want to use Meteor or not, you should check this out. Um, and then I, the other picks are more personal. I'm uh, personally, I'm, I'm uh, I used to be a guitar teacher and I'm a guitar player. And yesterday I went to a show of the my favorite guitar player, uh, which called his name is Guthrie Govan. So if anyone here is a guitar player, you should really check out Guthrie Govan. He's like the best guitar player and a really cool guy. And the other thing that I want to um, um, uh, recommend is the, is the bag. I I don't I live like I don't have a house. I just I'm in kind of a nomad, and I have a bag called Cotton Coil. It's a French brand. I have it for two and a half years, and everything I own is inside that bag, and I really recommend it. It's an amazing bag. That's it. Awesome, Yuri. Thank you once again for joining thank us. You. Show and uh, hopefully we'll meet up soon to chat. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.